0: The Lord be with you and also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. We welcome you to this service of ordered worship. The liturgy, music, homily, and sacrament are offered on this All Saints Sunday in the praise of God for our gathered congregation here at Marsh Chapel and for our radio congregation across New England at WBUR 90.9 FM and for our internet listenership around the globe at WBUR.org. On this first Sunday of the month, as is our custom, we welcome all of whatever age, station, or background to participate in the sacrament of Holy Communion. Those listening on the radio may request communion in the home by calling the chapel office. We commend to you the ministry of Marsh Chapel, both its programmatic offerings and its sermonic offerings found on our website. We invite those so moved to identify as members of the chapel community simply by so signing the pew roster or by speaking with one of the clergy or by leaving a note in the collection plate. We encourage one another to continue or to commence the practice of disciplined generosity, of tithing, of percentage giving. We invite you to ponder just what form your ministry here will take among us in the coming weeks calendar year of our Lord 2019. A dish to pass, community luncheon follows worship downstairs, and all are warmly invited. This is the day the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. As we are able, may we stand in the praise of God. we have not done your will, we have broken your law, we have rebelled against your love, we have not loved our neighbors, and we have not heard the cry of the needy. Forgive us, we pray, free us for joyful obedience, through Jesus Christ our Lord, amen. Hear the good news, Christ died for us while we were yet sinners. That proves God's love towards us. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. Glory to God, amen. The peace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you always. And also May we exchange with one another signs of his peace.
1: Please be seated. A lesson from the prophet Daniel, chapter 7, verses 1 through 3 and 15 through 18. In the first year of King Belshazzar of Babylon, Daniel had a dream and visions of his head as he lay in bed. Then he wrote down the dream. I, Daniel, saw in my vision by night the four winds of heaven stirring up the great sea, and four great beasts came up out of the sea, different from one another. As for me, Daniel, my spirit was troubled within me, and the visions of my head terrified me. I approached one of the attendants to ask him the truth concerning all this so he said that he would disclose to me the interpretation of the matter. As for these four great beasts, four kings shall arise out of the earth, but the holy ones of the Most High shall receive the kingdom and possess the kingdom forever, forever and ever. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
2: A lesson from St. Paul's Epistle to the Ephesians, chapter one, verses 11 through 23. In Christ we have also obtained an inheritance, having been destined according to the purpose of him who accomplishes all things, according to his counsel and will, so that we, who were the first to set our hope on Christ, might live for the praise of his glory. In him you also, when you had heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and had believed in him, were marked with the seal of the promised Holy Spirit. This is the pledge of our inheritance toward redemption as God's own people, to the praise of his glory. I have heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love toward all the saints. And for this reason, I do not cease to give thanks for you as I remember you in my prayers. I pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, The word of the Lord. Be to
3: God. Please join me in saying verses from Psalm 149 with the antiphon. the Lord, sing to the Lord a new song, his praise in the assembly of the faithful. Let, let Israel be glad in the Maker, let the children so of Zion rejoice in their again. King. Let them praise his name with dancing, making melody to him with tambourines and lions. The Lord is
4: he adore the, yeah,
3: the humble with victory. Let the faithful extol his inglory. Let them sing for joy in their couches.
4: Let the high praise of the God be in their hands.
3: to execute vengeance on the nation and punishment on the people to bind the, the king with feathers and
4: in his chains of fire,
3: to execute on them the judgment decree
5: Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, chapter 6, verses 20 through 31. Glory to you, O Lord. Then he looked up at his disciples and said, Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who are hungry now, for you will be filled. Blessed are you who weep now, for you will laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you, Woe to you when all speak well of you, for that is what their ancestors did to the false prophets. But I say to you that listen, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who abuse you. If anyone strikes you on the cheek, offer the other also. And from anyone who takes away your coat, do not withhold even your shirt. Give to everyone who begs from you and if anyone takes away your goods, do not ask for them again. Do to others as you would have them do to you." The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, Lord Christ. Christ.
0: Please be seated. Let us pray. May the words spoken and heard be acceptable in thy sight. Thou our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Healing in sacrament this All Saints Sunday comes by grace The healing in sacrament is the very grace of God. We together as a community of faith express our faith in believing and in belonging and in behaving. And as important as our believing and behaving, they are grounded by grace in the grace of Almighty God. Healing in sacrament "'Twas grace that led me home." We celebrate, of course, this Lord's Day, the sacrament of the Lord's Supper, Eucharist, Holy Communion. All are warmly welcome and invited to receive. But also today, and more so in this moment of reflection, we celebrate the sacrament of Holy Baptism later this early afternoon. The sacrament of baptism is the initiation in faith, the beginning of the journey of faith with Holy Communion. It is one of our two sacraments. Yes, we recognize sacramental moments and rites, confirmation, ordination, uh, penance, and unction, and marriage and all, but we recognize especially and particularly this Lord's Day, the sacraments of communion and especially of Holy Baptism. A sacrament is an outward and visible sign of an inward and spiritual grace. The sacrament of baptism is the sign and seal of God's incursion, God's preventing grace, God's grace outreaching, God's embrace, love, acceptance, pardon, healing, holding, all, especially as today with one when it comes to A child, an infant, we recognize fully in the moment that this is God's work well ahead of our poor power, thank you Mr. Lincoln, to add or detract. Grace is with us, guiding us and sustaining us in these sacraments. Yes, believing is crucial, yes, behaving is central, but they both rest finally and more fully in the ground the grounding of grace. And it matters. It matters in how we hear the Scripture. Now we have the echoes of Paul in Ephesians. Think of Ephesians as a book of echoes, 40 years, say, after the martyrdom of the apostle to the Gentiles. A student, epigraphically is remembering Paul. And can you hear it? So ineffable, so wonderful, the words, the phrases. Ah, wisdom, yes. Ah, revelation, yes. Ah, the eyes of the heart, enlightened, yes. Ah, the name that is above every name, yes. Ah, the body of Christ gathered for us in grace. Ephesians and its echoes are a warning to us, a teaching for us about how to hear Luke, Now Luke, chapter 6, is the Sermon on the Plain. It's featured also in Matthew in a much longer depiction. Matthew's sermon is three times as long as that of Luke. So you have in Luke the same material in 30% of the time. Isn't that wonderful? Here he is. And what does he teach? Luke remembers. We do too. But I say to you, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who abuse you. But pause. Those dominical sayings, those commands, are plural, not singular. They are to you plural. You all. You all y'all together. They are meant to sign God's grace among us to allow us to avoid victimhood and stretch and grow and develop by God's grace. Ephesians is the echo we need rightly to hear the word of grace in Luke in the sixth chapter. You know, in this baptism this afternoon, we'll hold the infant for a moment about that more in just a moment. But across the sacrament of baptism, there is a line in every instance. And it's a line with twin shadows in every instance. You know these. You know them as closely as you know your own self. The first is the shadow of death. Death makes us mortal. Facing death makes us human. The shadow of death in the last month, including this next Tuesday, we shall have celebrated with reverence and grace the lives of three, Aaron Edwards, rising junior, age 20, James Wynn, arguably our most noted humanist scholar, surprisingly age 71, and Tuesday, Adelaide Cromwell at the very age of 100, she, Professor Emerita, founder of our African American Studies program. Across every moment of baptism, there is this shadow. Death is awful, it's horrible. It's the last enemy, as the Christian scripture reminds us. Anyone here who has lost someone they love knows without a further syllable about this shadow, but there is one If possible, even further, harsher shadow across baptism, and that is sin. That is the, describe it in any way you like, biblically or otherwise, what we inherit from the past. Sin is fracture, it is oppression, it is corruption, it is injustice, it is, Gardner Taylor said it so well, it's the gone wrongness of life. There's something, he said, loose in the universe. And across baptism fall, every Lord's Day in celebration and every sacramental moment in grace, these two shadows, reminding us that as important as our believing and behaving, against that twin shadow, We're going to need something further and stronger, and that's the belonging that is given to us in the grace of Almighty God through the sacraments of the practice of the church, including through the ages to Marsh Chapel today. Do you know in the year 400 or so, there was a great conflict in the life of the church? It was between Pelagius, a wonderful preacher, a British monk, speaking in Rome and elsewhere, who emphasized believing and behaving. And he said, human beings have choices, and that's good. Human beings have freedom, and that's good. Human beings have a capacity for morality, and that's good. And furthermore, he said, the Lord wouldn't have told us to behave this way if he didn't expect us to do it, including preeminently, you must be perfect even as your heavenly Father is perfect. Now that's a tall order. It's in the scripture. It has biblical backing. And Pelagius almost won the day. 400 was a year of decline. A year of cultural decline. A year of social decline. A year of political decline. A year of governmental decline. History majors what happened in 412. Yes, the Visigoths sacked Rome. And over against Pelagius stood Augustine of Hippo. Pelagius almost won the day, but Augustine argued otherwise. Admitting the strength of believing and behaving, he also said, human freedom only goes so far. Learning is important, but it's not the only thing needed. There is a corruption that comes to us from inheritance, and for human beings to become fully human, there needs to be the grace of God grounded in sacraments and otherwise. And furthermore, Augustine said, I can tell you personally, if it had been only Pelagius, believing and behaving, I would still be an intelligent, belief-ridden, philandering pagan. But by grace... I was changed and saved. And so he gave evidence. He said, grace came in the prayers of my mother. Yes. Grace came at the experience of the death in young adulthood of my dearest friend. Yes. Grace came in the eloquence of my preacher, Ambrose of Milan. Yes. Grace came also, he said, in the flow and guidance of life, including a moment in the garden where he heard a voice saying, take and read and open the scripture. The church, over time, including to this hour, has recognized the gifts of Pelagius, but followed the sterner, deeper truth in Augustine's teaching. So that this afternoon, about 1.30 or 2 o'clock, a baby will be brought forward. By the way, he's a beautiful child. Have a picture of just about the most beautiful six-month-old you can imagine. And there is scripture, yes. And there is liturgy, sure. There's prayer. And then there's a moment, it's a strange moment, where mother and father will hand the child to the minister. And the pastor in in baptism, she or he will, at that moment, receive the child to recognize, important as the family is, it's not everything. Important as parents are, they're not everything. Honor father and mother, that's the fifth commandment. But parents are not God, that's the first commandment. And into the arms of the church comes this beautiful baby boy. He's part of your family. He's your joy, he's your responsibility. Carried along with the long train of witnesses, east and west, north and south, the parade of the church through the ages will say to this baby, Yuri, it's not bad company. It's not perfect, but it's good. And we are here with you, and we are here for you. Which brings us to the sermon's conclusion, with one exception, speaking of you. You know, we in this room, wonderful, have received seven course, Meals and Faith, we've sat at the table from beginning to end, from soup to nuts, we've received the seven courses three times over, and it's wonderful, including in a moment. We have been given the gifts of faith, you know, you know the Lord's Prayer by heart, good for you. You have a favorite passage in scripture, it's probably from Philippians, good for you. You know the Psalms, good for you. You have a favorite hymn. It'll be different for each one. Actually, no, it's either going to be How Great Thou Art or In the Garden, but you have a favorite hymn in any case. But near you this week, sitting next to you at lunch, in the chemistry lab in the afternoon, in your workplace during the week, in your neighborhood, there are women and men who haven't opened the napkin, haven't sat down once, not seven courses, not any. Not threefold, not at all. Well, the grace of God carries us, but we have a little bit we can do, don't you know? And what's that week by week? To think, before I come up the steps, the venerable steps of Marsh Chapel with John Wesley above, to whom have I spoken this week, saying, you might want to meet me at Sunday morning at 11 o'clock at Marsh, or, If that's too much, turn on the radio at 11 o'clock. Listen to us. A word of welcome, invitation, engagement, outreach. It's what we can do. It's what we should do. It's what we ought to do. Or, as your fine poet put it, I'm going out to clean the pasture spring. I'll only stop to rake the leaves away and wait to watch the water clear I may. I shan't be gone long, you come too.
6: Please be seated. Good morning. We welcome you again to Marsh Chapel on this crisp fall Sunday with an extra hour of sleep. I am the Reverend Dr. Karen Coleman, Associate Chaplain for Episcopal Ministry. Thank you for joining us as a part of our community of worship today. Whether you are here in the sanctuary listening on the radio or live stream on the internet or later via our podcast. Please know that you are a valued member of our community. For those of you joining us in the sanctuary, we invite you to fill out your name and contact in the red pads found along the center aisle of each pew. This will help us to get to know you better and you to get to know one another better. This Communion Sunday, all are invited to participate. You may, if you wish, come forward and receive a blessing instead of taking communion. We provide wine in the center and pulpit side and alcohol-free grape juice on the lectern side. Gluten-free bread is available on the altar rail in the center our healing station will be under the pulpit window. After service this morning, please join us on the lower level for our past covered dish luncheon. Now a few words from our music program administrator, Med Weckworth about the
2: upcoming Bach experience. Good morning, everyone. Just a quick reminder that the second Bach experience of this season is next Sunday, November 10th. Chapel Choir and Collegium will be presenting Cantata 28. The Bach experience begins at 9.45 with a 30-minute discussion here in the sanctuary um, on Cantata 28, led by um, Director of Music, Dr. Scott Allen Jarrett, along with Chapel Choir and Collegium. Following the lecture, there is a complimentary breakfast provided downstairs in the Marsh Room, and then a complete performance of the cantata is presented during the 11 o'clock service. Additionally, for those of you interested, we do have more copies of this year's Bach Experience Listener's Companion in the back, in the narthex, so please feel free to grab one on your way out. Thanks very much, and we hope to see you next Sunday. Thank you,
6: Meg. Once a week, we highlight Dean Hill's choice. This week, we are featuring the BU versus Northeastern basketball game this Tuesday at 7 p.m. at the Case Gym, and I don't think you're you're not playing basketball, are you? Not what's called it. Okay. Our advent offering will be an advent reef making for all ages. Join us for reef making and children's crafting projects. Hot chocolate will be provided. Registration is required and the suggested donation for the advent reef is $20 per reef and goes to benefit the Brookline Food Pantry. Please contact Heidi at hrf at bu.edu to register. For all other news and upcoming events, please visit the chapel website at bu.edu chapel, where there is also the opportunity for online giving. Walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself for us an offering and sacrifice to God.
0: For the work before us, the fellowship among us, the joy of being together, we offer our thanks. Bless these gifts and the givers in Christ. Amen. The Lord be with you. And also be Lift up your hearts. Lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is, right to give and praise. it is right and a good and joyful thing always and everywhere to give thanks to you, Almighty God, Creator of heaven and earth, God of Abraham and Sarah. God of Miriam and Moses, God of Joshua and Deborah, God of Ruth and David, God of the priests and the prophets, God of Mary and Joseph, God of the apostles and the martyrs, God of our mothers and our fathers, God of our children to all generations. And so with your people on earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. and blessed is your son, Jesus Christ. By the baptism of his suffering, death and resurrection, you gave birth to your church, delivered us from slavery to sin and death, and made with us a new covenant by water and the spirit. On the night in which he gave himself up for us, he took bread, gave thanks to you, broke the bread and gave it to his disciples and said, take, eat, this is my body which is given for you, do this in remembrance of me. And when the supper was over, he took the cup, pour out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here and on these gifts of bread and wine. Make them be for us the body and blood of Christ, that we may be for the world the body of Christ, redeemed by his blood. Renew our communion with all your saints, especially those whom we name before you silently in our hearts. Since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, strengthen us to run with perseverance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. By your Spirit, make us one with Christ, one with each other, and one in ministry to all the world until Christ comes in final victory and we feast at his heavenly banquet. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit in your Holy Church, all honor and glory is yours, almighty God, now and forever. Amen. And now with the confidence of children of God, let us pray. Our Father, Amen. who art in heaven,